Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy. It has been quite some time since we've done um, a podcast. And as usual, the dynamic duo, we have Matthew Ferguson. Hey, hey. And today we're going to be um, discussing online antics because... The guru over here decided to start up a dating consultancy, <laughs> which basically is helping men over 45 who want to boost their dating confidence and enhance their online presence. So we thought, let's do a little bit of a tribute to my new business venture. Absolutely. And we're going to just have a look at a few of the antics that you know either you've experienced or you have done, and naughty you if you have, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure we've all done it, right? And um, so what we're going to do is we'll go through, there's actually 16 that I have here. Matthew assures me there's far more than 16. <laughs> I haven't even looked at them yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying to guess what's going on here, but gosh, the antics online. <laughs> so we're going to come back in about, I know, six seconds, according to the way this timer goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we'll go through some of these online antics and let's try and break them down and really understand why do people do this now? Why did they not do it before online dating? Oh, but then again, my, I believe my great-grandfather did used to ghost me when I was a child yeah. because he had a hearing aid and he'd turn it off when I was talking so that's just and clever. never responded. That's not ghosting, that's just clever. <laughs> if I can do that, you'll do it too. <laughs> stay, stay tuned and we'll be back. Thanks, guys. back now before we start Matthew and I have had a discussion before because I'm actually we're actually doing this podcast from my office space in Surrey Hills and for the first time together in the same room yes normally we do this in some That's weird right. FaceTime way with iPads set up and Separate phones rooms. and everything else going because it started during COVID I think we did yeah I think it was the first lockdown we started doing this yeah, I don't remember, and look at us now, yeah, right. yeah. we're together, like Kyla Minogue and Jason Donovan, what yeah. was that song? Together. I'm not that old now. <laughs> oh, that's right, I'm 10 yeah. years older than you. I'm, not, I'm, I'm still not eligible for your, for your, um, for Mel and Co, uh, for men over 45 who want to boost their dating confidence and to enhance their online presence. Hush now. <laughs> so what we, were, what we found, in, and um, that will be the difference, it's just the acoustics in this room, it's, it's very high ceilings, it's very old school Surrey Hills type building with the highest ceilings. and It's lovely, but echo. Yes, yeah, so... Leave it with me because we just came up with the plan. Yep. Um, I just might have to invest my little tight wad <laughs> and get some proper equipment instead of an iPhone on a selfie stick. <laughs> We're a little more sophisticated than that, but not by much. <laughs> so let's move into this. All right. So for my clients, this is the idea. It's like I'm doing a lot of information sheets in their packs. And what we're looking at is online antics because you know men over 45 not all of them have lived and breathed their lives online so when certain behaviors they're going to be faced with and, and this is women as well actually but i'm just 
just because that's my clientele, men over 45, um, when they're faced with this, they actually need to understand what it is. And it's actually been defined, which makes it more helpful. And I think it's a really interesting area to look at, Mel, because um, for so many people, uh, the online dating world has moved past them well and truly before they even realised it was a thing to do. Before they even realised that they could do online dating, it's gone straight past them. Yeah. So all of these, all these characteristics, all these behaviours, people just don't even know that they could exist, let alone that they do exist. Now, do you think it's because, and I recently wrote an article on this, is that I think that technology is, is going so fast where people are even more, uh, the more available they, they become, the more disposable they become. I think I've got two thoughts on this. My first thought is, particularly for the older, uh, uh, when I say older, um, anyone over the age of say 45. Um, Thank you, he keeps looking at me, but he didn't say you. The older dating categories, they're used to a dating world without electronics, without any sort of uh, gadget in between you. And I think there may be a level, particularly in the straight world of um, almost misogyny around that the man controls the dating environment, that the man is in charge, the man asks you out, the man picks the restaurant, the man may or may not pay. There's all those elements that come into dating that don't apply in the electronic world because I think the electronic world has sort of created this almost sense of a, a level bar in terms of who approaches who, how they approach each other what they say, where they go, what they do. But it's also very, from what I've noticed, and I have spoken with some of my girlfriends in their 20s, you know, when I speak with them, even some of my male friends, they, they're like slayers. They're just like, vomp, you're gone, yeah. vomp. And you know, for me, I must admit, and some of you that are listening, I have blocked and ghosted you, and I am really sorry. She's and... not. <laughs> I am really sorry. I'm really not sorry. <laughs> But you know, if I unblocked you and I unghosted you, then welcome back. Um, She's still not sorry. <laughs> but it's just incredible that, yeah. you know, you kind of, and this is the other thing, it's, it's modern day manners, and this is what I did write yeah. about, saying being born in 1974, you always had to reply to someone. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you couldn't just let it go. And it's like the people of, say, my generation, I'm not going to say older, but let's say, is my generation or older? Which is worse? Oh, look, if I'm, if I'm um, speaking to a 20 year old, I'm older, so don't worry. <laughs> You're older. Um, I, I do think what's, what's actually happened is we're still, we haven't had a proper handover on how the new world is working with the younger guys who have been, had technology around them forever. So there's sometimes when this ghosting and that first happened to me, was like, what? WTF. I've got two, two things come to mind there. Firstly, it's interesting you say we haven't had a handover, because I think what that brings to mind is a level of um, entitlement around, we need to hand over to you, that we need to give you a guide on how dating works. That, that we lovely. need to. I know, it would be really good actually. Somebody, can somebody give us a guide? No, but, it, but there is, I think, a level of um, entitlement around the dating world where, um, you know, I look at um, this new generation of kids in their 20s and late teens and um, you know they're just dating how they want and how they feel um, with barriers and titles and names however they want you know um, which I think is great I think people are misconstruing the world which is you know the, the uh, rainbow alphabet which is getting bigger and bigger 
those people have always been there, they're just applying the labels to themselves now. Um, yeah. And what we're seeing is a freeing up of people, they're, they're being more free to who they want to be. Um, and so in a dating world, that's very confusing if you're used to a very um, binary dating scene, which is man, woman, gay, straight. You know, like yeah. if that's what you're used to, then you're going to be very confused when you jump online because there's stacks of in-between man and woman and there's stacks of in-between gay and straight. So, you know, I think that's a really, um, it's a really important thing to keep in mind for people who aren't used to that huge spectrum. Um, the other thing I, I, I remind myself is that the generation who, the younger generations, um, younger, and I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just saying that there are younger generations than, than older generations. No, go for it. You're no. in there, yeah. Um, when you, a lot of the dating apps uh, sort of echo gaming and um, you know games, online games and stuff. And so yeah, it is kind of a bit of a game sometimes. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And apparently it does stimulate some of the same brain um, areas oh. as those online games. So, you know, I think there is a bit of callousness to it, but that is reflective of the behaviors associated with online gaming potentially. Yeah. But I think everything is geared to that now. You know, yeah. even even like you, you look at like kids with what they're watching, everything, everything is a it's trying to engage that person and keep them there, you know, and I think... Those pleasure senses. Yeah, it is, you know, and, and da dating apps are that, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I do joke, but I'm kind of serious when I call myself the dating app gladiator. <laughs> I literally go on there with my sword and I'm ready, let's go. But listen, we're going to... Let's give these antics. Okay. What we'll do is I think we'll take another break. Sounds good. And, um, and we're definitely doing antics. Um, the beauty of Matthew and I when we do podcasts is we actually never have a plan. No. We just sort of look at each other and go, all right, let's yep, do it. <laughs> so guys, give us a couple of seconds and we'll be back. Thank you. Okay, guys, we're back and we're finally down to the online antics. Okay, so we kind of thought, I've got a list of 16 on my information sheets of different behaviours people might do that are undesirable, possibly cruel. Detestable. Detestable, just plain mean. nasty. <laughs> just mean and nasty, that's all it is. Okay, so I'm gonna test, I wanna test Matthew actually, because I think Matthew is the brain's trust of most things we do together, and I'm a see. Oh, Shit. <laughs> we should have said that. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, I'd say cookie jarring. Cookie jarring. Mm, cookie jarring. What is it? Take a guess. Gosh, that's an odd one. Um, I'm gonna say cookie jarring is when somebody stores away all the little uh, insults or um, uh, miscommunications that you may have said and puts them in a little jar and then brings it all out at once. Um, okay, so, I'll, no. Alright. It's, um, it is when the person you have been seeing without an official status mm -hmm. has little intention of entering into a relationship with you but keeps you while they are pursuing other people. Oh, that's just rude. Do you know that's what? That's rude. I actually read that this is the cruelest form I agree. of behavior at the moment. It, it's beyond ghosting and so blocking. Just, like, I have a, I'm very open when it comes to, to things and you know I'm very clear with my intentions you know right at the outset this is what I'm looking for or I think this relationship will go to this place and 
you know, I mean, you don't you never know where it's going to go. But if I have no intention of that relationship going further, I'm I'm going to tell that person straight up. And I think that if you don't, you're a horrible person. Yeah, and people out there, if you are if you if you are doing this right now to people, I suggest you stop because there's bad karma. And Absolutely. Bad juju. And if there's not, I, I'm going to find a truck and chase you down with it. <laughs> That's just mean and nasty. I can't seem to sparked up a little bit of fire in Matthew. I just don't like that sort of unfair treatment. No, but it's it is not true. Nice. No, but apparently it's the newest one. It's yeah, right. they, they said this is the one that's emerging as popular as the blocking and ghosting. It's almost but narcissistic, it's, isn't it? It's like you have to have, you have to hold on to someone, to something. You have to be in, in you know, in, yeah. in control of another person in order to be valid, but then you're allowed to discount their feelings and emotions whilst you look for the person you're really after. That's uh, just horrible. It's just nasty, really. I don't think they deserve cookies at all. No cookies for them. <laughs> just a lot of jarring. Yeah. Right, the next one we have is, uh, let's go haunting. Haunting? Mm, new term. Alright, I'm going to say um, when you let somebody know that you're not interested um, and they won't let you go, they keep coming back and they keep haunting you. Ooh, you're pretty close. You're okay. pretty close. Um, so this is when an ex or, for, or former flame is still very present on your socials or vice versa. Yep. Um, but you no longer interact or share meaningful exchanges, but they still view all your stories, mm. like all of your posts, and um, sometimes even comment. Look, I mean... Isn't I'm that a, just every day? That's just, that's just weird. <laughs> I have... Um, yeah, look, I'm not going to comment on that too, too much, I don't think. Um, I think that exes should know where they stand. And you know there are people in my life who, who I've, I've got one ex who's wonderful, and I'm having dinner with him um, not shortly after we finish this podcast. You are, um, and I've got another ex that, well, you know, we'll just leave that there. Um, so, and I think that, that people should respect each other's um, space and time. And if you're an ex, you're an ex. That's and true. if you're an ex that should not be seen or heard, you should not be seen or heard. Yes, I agree with that. And um, which brings me to this one, which is quite interesting. Paper clipping. Paper clipping. <laughs> I'm gonna, I've just drawn a complete blank on paper clip. Cause I actually have, you know, I have a, quite a, a, a paper clip um, mm -hmm. fetish, you know, like in, in terms yeah. of working in, in government, I, I like my paper clips to be silver <laughs> and silver only. There are no colored paper clips and all paper clips must be of the same size. Could that be why I went there? Um, so, very possibly, very possibly. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I'll tell what you... What is paper clipping? So it's very similar to breadcrumbing. Now, for those of oh, you okay. that don't know breadcrumbing, basically it's um, when, you know, someone leads you on, they drop little occasional messages, they give you the odd phone call, little exchanges, um, you know, some social media interaction, but they have no intention to follow through. I've had that. I've I, I, I like to hear your experience with that. Like, I would imagine my view of straight men is that they're largely, um, <laughs> like, insensitive uh, people who have no sense of self. So, seek that from women. Like, is that, do you get a lot of that? Do you get a lot of paper clipping and breadcrumbing? Is that something you get a lot? <laughs> is that why I'm bringing it up? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you know what? I'll tell you. Occasionally, you do. 
and you can't figure out for the life of you why. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes it, it really does come down to sometimes it's a numbers game. You know, it's almost like, I mean, you know, men will probably say I'm really bad at being online, um, but, in, from a, but from a straight guy, in terms of the breadcrumbing, there is a fair bit of that with online, and I think because there are so many people online, like I've got 5,000 people on that Bumble queue, yeah. you know, who want to match. Now, for me, I could do a lot of breadcrumbing, paper clippings, or to say something else. Whatever. I think that's <laughs> the wrong medium for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do one. Yeah, you can do anything. Um, but yeah, look, I, I do. I do believe that. Unfortunately, with so unfortunately with everything between socials and you know uh, dating apps and everything else, it's actually given people almost like a permission note, like the dog ate my homework. Therefore, I don't need to really mm. properly follow through on this. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a little bit like that because everyone goes, "Well, you're on a dating app, so who cares?" It's like, well, you know yeah, what? But the whole point of a dating app is to date. Yeah, and so it's in the title. I, I mean, look, there are people on apps that I've probably no, I don't think I've ever breadcrumb because normally if I'm actually no, I think I've been breadcrumbing a few people lately. Um, See, the only time I will have um, breadcrumbed is inadvertently if I if I've lost track of time if I've forgotten to respond which to be fair is a fair bit um, like I, I never do it intentionally because I don't like I don't I don't want to do that I don't want sometimes I flirt with no intention so that's a bit of breadcrumbing I think I'm not just flirting with no intention I think breadcrumbing is like <laughs> this is why we're such great hey, friends hey hey how are you and just continuing a conversation that leads nowhere and you know it's leading nowhere flirting is an end in itself flirting is a fun bit of sexual activity on okay. its own breadcrumbing is it, it's like suggesting that you're going to flirt but never actually flirting so I'm gonna, I'll stop praying for forgiveness on that one. Yeah. So let's, I said, so what is paper clipping? Okay, so we explained to you obviously mm. what breadcrumbing is. So paper clipping is basically um, in which someone comes back into your life only to feel good about themselves and then they leave again. Yeah. I think that would be common. Um, can I call out another one on here? Go. I've, I've actually now read the list. Submarining. <laughs> Submarining. Go for it. Um, now, I'm going to put all the tawdry jokes of um, that, that go with being a submariner aside. I do know a submariner, by the way. Um, when someone with whom you have a romantic involvement ghosts or disappears from your life without notice, only to resurface with no apology and acts as if no time had passed. Now this I cannot abide. It's almost gaslighting and ghosting together because they turn up and it's like they never left and they pretend like nothing ever happened. And it just drives me nuts. And on that note, we're gonna come back and do a few more because this is too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on guys, we've got just a couple more and then we're gonna set you free with all this amazing information that you will not do to other people because you're Correct. nice people. Because you're nice. You're nice. And I won't need my truck. <laughs> you don't have a truck. <laughs> And we're back. Now, every time we have a break, just so you know what we get up to, 
It might be a couple of seconds for you, but for Matthew and I, it generally involves another couple of glasses of wine, cheese, dips, prosciutto. Lies, Mel, lies. <laughs> Cups of tea and light refreshments for everyone. <laughs> so now that we're back, I think what we're going to look at, and again, the, the acoustics are killing me a little bit, and I will invest in, oh, like those gamer headphones my kids wear. There we go. There we go. Sold. We're on to it. Okay, so let's have a look at this. Um, we're going to take an, a, a, another approach, like yep. a different dynamic. Matthew's going to pick um, an ante because he has the list yep, now. Yeah, they and do. Believe it or not, for a guy that did not even want to look at the list, that submarine really got him there. <laughs> so That's the thing, I didn't want to look at the list because I'm like, I will recognize far too many of these behaviors. <laughs> Fire dooring. Mm -hmm. Now, fire dooring, I never really even knew this had a name, but now mm -hmm. I do. Um, your relationship only has access in one direction, like the fire escape doors at work or in shopping centres. Now, I can think of so many of these people that you try and engage and you're like, hey, do you want to come and see my friends? Do you want to come? We're going to the pub. We're doing trivia tonight. Or, um, you know, oh, my mum's coming for dinner. Do you want to, we're going to the pub. It's nothing, no, I said pub twice. I go to the pub a lot, clearly. You know, <laughs> When you try and engage these people into these, these potential relationships, yeah. into other aspects of your life, and they're like, no, no, no. And they only want to see you in one context and in one specific environment. And for me, that's an absolute no, because if you're going to be part of my life, you're going to be part of my life. And that includes all of it. Um, so if you only want to see me between nine and five, um, and on the weekends, then it's not going to work. Um, if you've got valid reason, then fine. But I'll, but if you if you really just want to you know have that one way relationship, it's just not going to work. Do you know what the worst thing about that is? I was with a guy for two and a half years, and I think I fired on him the two and a half years. And I, I don't think you would have. <laughs> Look, not in any one way. I think what happened was he wasn't allowed to meet my children. For two and a half Look, years. That's a different thing. I think having kids is a really different situation because, yeah. like, I don't like. I have two dogs, and you know, I I take it very cautiously who meets my dogs. Um, I can only imagine what it's like having kids and how you would be reluctant to introduce somebody to your kids without knowing that they're going to be a permanent part of your life. Um, it would be confusing for the kids. Thank you, because now I, I'm not fired or No, I don't think you were. I think you're protecting your kids and protecting your family. And that's because different. To... I had the two relationships, one was two and a half years, one yeah. was three and a half years on and off, and nobody has met my children ever. And I, I do that for a I've met your kids. You don't know. <laughs> met my kids because I love you <laughs> deeply and madly. But then I know so many um, women, single women, yeah. uh, single parents who don't let their respective partners meet their kids for years and I fully respect that position because it's about protecting your child. Well my view is that they're only kids once yeah. and you know why muck up the equilibrium if it's not an, if it's not a sure bet. And they've got a dad in their life often these yes. kids and like in your situation you know yeah. um, so it is a confusing thing for a child when there's there's dad and there's mum and then there's mum's friend, I don't know what I call him. Well, I actually asked my kids one day, because I bumped into this really hot guy down the road who follows me on Instagram, like he's really hot. Um, anyway, I, I make this thing, when I'm with my children, do not perf. 
<laughs> and so I'm walking with my kids, you know, outside, you know, and this guy is walking towards me. And I'm like, oh my god, he's hot, blah, blah, blah. You're and like, kids, avert your eyes. <laughs> well, he turns around and he said, are you Mel? And I went, yes, I am. <laughs> and he went, oh, and I said, oh, how do you know me? And he said, I follow you on Instagram. I said, oh, tell me your name, I'll have to look you up. Thinking, how could I not spy, see you, follow you? Well, what the hell? Anyway, my, my, my child back then, I think must have been about eight at the time, was mortified that a man was talking to his mum. He actually grabbed me and said, Mum, we're busy. Let's go. And as we walked away, he said, who is that boy? Oh, I love it. Protective already. That's beautiful. So then I thought I'd have a conversation with the kids because it dawned on me that night. I thought, what if I meet someone and I want a relationship? And these boys... Like we've been on our own for a good eight years since they were babies. So they've never, they don't even remember me being with their dad. So yeah. any concept of me with a man is foreign to them. So I brought it up one night watching TV and said, hey boys, what would you do if mommy had a boyfriend? My one child said, I have a headache. I'm going to bed oh. <laughs> and stormed off. The other one said, why do you, why are you bringing this up? Why are we even talking about this? I can't even talk right now. And wow. stormed off. So I was like, okay, maybe that's not gonna happen. And then I asked them again a couple of nights later, because I thought, what if I do meet someone and I do want something more? And again, only this time it's worse. Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I think you've got to, we've got to remember as well, like I'm clearly not a psychologist, but kids, are all, all have their own personalities and their own way of dealing with those sorts of situations. I think ultimately your kids are going to be trying to protect you as much as possible. And I think that that's probably where that's coming from is they want to protect you. Well, when they were in daycare, we were down at Wasman Rowers. And okay, for those of you that aren't from Wasman, it's kind of a rowing club where men get drunk, you know, a bit late. And they used to have a one man band on a Sunday afternoon. So the kids and I used to go down there you know, and, and just sit out in the sun and listen to it. Anyway, this guy comes up, and this is what men do, and that you, if you're listening to this, don't do it. They walk up, if they want to hit on me, they'll try to get through to my kids, to get uh. to me. So this guy walks up, and he goes, this is how bad my children can be. He walks up to my kids, and they were in daycare, so this means they were like five years old, four or five years old. He walks up to my kids, and he's like, hey, little buddy. Anyway, I'm just like, oh God, leave us alone. My, one of my sons turns around and goes, your breath stinks. The other one sniffed his butt and said, so does your butt. If they want to ask you out, they should ask you out. They should not acknowledge your children, be respectful of your children, but they should be asking you out. Oh, they shouldn't try and win you he, through appearing to win your children over. He learned a valuable he lesson certainly did. that day. He needs to brush his teeth and wipe his yeah. ass. 
about this something here. Ooh, here's one. Freckling. I have a lot of freckles. Um, <laughs> it's freckling. Um, freckling. Okay. What is freckling? What is freckling? Um, what is freckling? Having a lot? There's no. a lot of freckles? It's just freckling. Oh, what is freckling? <laughs> Which I like. It, okay, and this happens. Mm. Think of it as a holiday fling in the summer. Like freckles. These sorts of lovers oh, appear for the yes. summer and disappear again. See, I was talking about this to a friend recently, right? Yeah. Um, know what, know what, like, you know, if you're going to hook up with somebody or you're going to, you know, know what the context is. And if it is a lovely couple of days mm. where you have a lovely time for a couple of days. Yeah. Put the full stop at that end of that sentence and walk away knowing that that was a lovely chapter in your memoir. And that was all. And I think people need to be honest about that. Absolutely. I really do. Like, I think that people need to say, listen, I'm holidaying here. Because, yeah. and this is like. Even if you're not holidaying, even if it's like it's somebody you meet at like a party and it's just a really intense weekend. Yeah. You know, Friday night you meet and you're with them all weekend and then Sunday you're like, all right, see you, bye, that was great, thanks. See, Probably never gonna see you again. I find it awkward when men say, sometimes I love you and you're like, we haven't even done three dates. Oh, I never use the L word until I really, really need to. That's, use it. And, and I think that's the confusing part of where technology does interfere, where you've got the, the, you know, the human interference versus the technological stuff that, you know, people just don't quite get that when you say you love mm, someone. That means something. Yeah, not just a, it makes me feel higher in this moment yeah. to say it. No. But I actually don't know what I'm saying. Be right judicious now. with your wording and I with your words. I believe so. And that does not include ghosting, blocking. What else? Okay, and just to run you guys through a few other things, because we're going to um, go very shortly. We promise. Show, what is it? Slow fade. Oh, yeah. When they don't necessarily tell you that they're ending the relationship, but they just slowly fade away. Oh, that's what I do. Oh, is it? Oh, no. See, I'm too, I'm too upfront and blunt. I'm like, yeah, no, it's done. We're over. See ya. Bye. Uh, I, I do that with, with personalities, I think, that can handle it. And then I slow fade sometimes with the ones that you're trying to get away, you're trying to do it nicely, you're yeah, trying no, to... I don't, do, break I don't do that. And then it gets to a stage where I say, it's not working. It's over. O-V-A-H. Over. And then they keep calling and leaving messages. Then it gets to a stage of ghosting, then blocking, then... <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> you just need to be, you know, hard, see hardballing. That's what I am, hardballing. You are hardballing. Someone is, no. someone is being clear about their expectations of a relationship, whether you want a serious long-term partnership or a casual. I have to say that that's probably the definition of my relationship approach. Um, house planting. That seems a bit mean. Does a bit. Treating someone you're dating like a house plant. I mean, my house plants are in my car at the moment. My I'm plants die! Note to self, if Mike Miller or I house plant you, run. And on that note, guys, um, Matthew, thank you no again for coming in. And, you know, we have a lot of fun when we do these podcasts. And 
We, we, we have some lined up, just in between the breaks, we've come up with quite a bit. This one, guys, was a little bit longer than we'd hoped. Normally, we do try to keep it to 30 minutes. Sometimes it goes for two hours and we scale it right <laughs> back. But anyway, look, we're back and we're, we're actually really happy to be back here and Absolutely. chatting with you all. And you know what? You can either go to my website, which is www.melwandco.com if you're over 45 and you need some dating help or anything like that. You can also go to my other website, which is the Single Mother's Guide to the Galaxy, which is an online women's hub. Um, and it's got information, but hey guys, you know, don't stop there. There'll be some good tips if or whatever you might want to see. You can go have a look. Or you can check out some of my articles on the Sydney Sentinel. And to do that, just go to the Sydney Sentinel website and search up Mel W and Co. And you'll see some pretty funny articles there. Um, yep, thanks for tuning into the web, uh, our podcast. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.